When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. If you change your mind, take a chance on the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got your place to go, when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. I was singing the whole time I had my mic on. So disappointed in myself. Only I heard you basically squeeze your own stones to be able to get those notes. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I'm a, I'm a vocalist. What can I tell uh-huh. you? Take a chance You blend so me. well with Abba that you couldn't even tell I couldn't the even audio tell. was missing from your headphones. Correct. So that's, that's it's how so ama- seamless. It's and, amazing. And where, where the hell is our digital? I mean, honestly, he's been... Fist pump into this friggin' song for like, told, 18 weeks, I 19 weeks. I told you weeks? they can't do it. Why? Because they don't have the rights to the music. They, it would just be me pumping in silence. Uh, and? I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Nobody wants that on social media? I mean, it could be. I'd a, like to see it. It could be a gift, maybe, or something. Uh, it's a gift, oh, is what yeah. it is. But it's not It's a, a gift that needs to be shared with the public, <laughs> is what it is. Well, maybe if I wasn't wearing a giant sweatshirt with holes in uh, pasta sauce No, that's sauce part of it. it. That's what we need. <laughs> I've long given up the idea that I'm going to be you on camera. You looked like Belichick I at that one press that. conference where he looked homeless. That's perfect. I have long given up the idea that I'm going to be on camera. Right, I, I thought you just wore that hoodie in honor of Belichick not yeah, getting a job no, in this I cycle. Didn't. No, I didn't. And I didn't make any bet with anyone to not shave in a month. So, nope, just, this is just me living the new lifestyle where I don't care how I look. I showed up to an event yesterday at my kid's school, and I realized, yeah, maybe I should have, like, you know, taken shaved or done my hair. But, nah, but the, we went to, like, some... Uh, they call it STEM, I guess it's like a science thing. And we went to like, mm. in the school, every hallway was lined up with all their kids and their projects. And I guess it was like carnival themed. And it was like a bunch of games. Like the science projects were somehow games. Like people made, um, a lot of it was like spoons and um, ping pong balls. And you were like trying to like flip the ping pong ball into a cup or something. So like, okay. I, don't know. I don't know how that's a science project. I guess the... Centrifugal the force. The, it wasn't even a spring, like a spring, a little spoon, or, okay. or some of the other games they they handmade with magnets, like the claw game, where mm-hmm. like with a cardboard mm-hmm. box and almost like it looked like a, a manual shifter, where you would go like this and move it around, and there was a magnet, and all the toys had little metal pieces on it. You could try and grab a a claw type type game, and they had things like that for the kids. They loved it. It was good. It was fun. Um, but what yeah, age I, groups is doing this? Um, well, my kids are in pre-K and first. Right. And so he they're not making he these. Did, they, no, they no, had nothing to do with no, it. No, no, no. So it was whatever the, the older kids of the elementary school. So I think they go up to fifth oh, okay. grade. So it's All probably right. like fourth okay. or fifth All graders. Right. All right. That's but cool. listen, when I walked in there and one of the hallways had a, um, a racetrack built and like the, with a remote control car, I'm like, thanks dad. We all know who made this project. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, who are you fooling? I mean, geez. I mean, let's go. I mean, we all know it's, it's a le- it's a legitimate racetrack. Like, we know who did this project. It's like as if you were like book report and they wrote it on Hamlet. Like, yeah, we, we get it. 
I don't quite understand that. Yeah, I know. Who's got the time and who the I hell know. cares? I know. What do you think you're going to do? You think that fifth grade science project's going to yeah. get him into Harvard? You think yeah. that's going to be the, the difference? <laughs> I know. You think that's going to be on the, the whatever, the, the, the transcript I, as, no. as they get older? No, I know. But that's wrong with you. That's how people are, man. It was a nice little event, though, but I, I should have shaved before I left. Because then you see everybody you know and you're like, yeah, I mean, like. Well, that's one good thing. I don't know anybody, and believe me, I, I get the well, looks regardless, know, so it doesn't anybody, matter. No, nah, you know, you get the I looks mean, I, regardless. I put on a nice sweater, but like I, I was big sweater still guy, still shaven. Yeah, mm. uh, unshaven, which I don't grow a good beard. I don't, you know, I yeah, know. no, I got to be fair. That's that's a that's a patchy mess. Yeah, oh, it's a patchy mess. Yes, oh, it's yes. patchy mess. Yes. Patchy yeah. mess. No, I wouldn't really even call it a beard. To be fair, no, I know. Well, so, uh, the neck beard, I have the neck beard, but like above the chin, it's nothing. I'm trying to grow it out. Well, you got a decent like Mr. Fuji going well, I got there the with mustache. the uh, yeah, well, I got yeah. the Don Juan DeMarco, yeah. the little yeah. uh, no, and that's a good solid look. Yeah, with the mustache and the flavor saver or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that I have, that I've always had, but mm-hmm. the beard itself, yeah, needs nothing some work. needs some work. Nothing. I want to get like they have those things where you roll like the little spikes on your face. Apparently, pr- promotes growth. What does that do now? What's that? What does that do? That that it promotes that, growth. I don't know. That allows you to grow a beard. Really, it helps. Apparently, I don't know. It's like a beard growing. I think maybe kit. if you stop squeezing your stones every time it's, Abbott came on, like you a, might be able to grow a beard. Oh, come on, squeezing my stones. Where'd you get that from? I'm listening squeezing to it my for 18 weeks. That's what I'm listening well, to. I can hit the high notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where are we? Can't grow a beard. I can't grow a beard, but I can uh, pick a, uh, a same game parlay, hopefully. Let's take a chance on the same game parlay. No rules, no limits, whatever you got. Three picks if you want, a minimum of three. On a parlay, same game. Fliegelman, you start. What game are you picking, and what are your what are your uh, three picks? All right, I'm going to the NFC Championship game. I'm going to give okay. you a five-leg parlay. Look at uh, you. I, I do like, agree with you, Purdy's going to have a good game, but it's tough to know with this Niners offense exactly how they're going to distribute things. So uh, generic with the Niners, I'm going over the 49ers total points, 30 and a half. I think the Niners are just going to have a great day offensively. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown score, just to throw it in to get it from four legs to five. That's, I mean, we all know it's like minus 380 on its own. Just throwing it in. Niners money line, alternate total points for the game over 45 and a half. And Jameer Gibbs over 47 and a half rushing yards. If the Lions are going to have any chance in this game, they have to realize this is not going to be a Montgomery feed him game. This is going to be a get the ball into the hands of your most or second most dynamic with Amon Ross St. Brown. Get the ball into his hands. He has fresh legs. You've had so many games this year where you haven't used him. We saw last week the impact he has when you get him the ball. I think they do that this week. I think it's a high-scoring game, and that five-legger hits. Okay. And that's plus uh, 409. All right. I don't know what the odds are with this, and I I realize that these three are probably not going to be shattering the earth, but I'm going to try to hit one of these stupid things. And Debo Samuel, my apologies, because I picked you for an anytime touchdown, which is why you left the game in the second quarter. I'm going to go to the Ravens-Chiefs game. I'm going to take the Ravens on the money line, simply because, again, we talked about it. That hook is a little bit scary because I could see this coming down to a, you know, a Justin Tucker field goal at the end or the Ravens holding on, the Chiefs getting the backdoor, you know, cover, whatever it is. So you mean the Ravens on the money line. I do think Lamar Jackson has a monster, monster, monster game, and I think they need that for the Ravens to win. So I like the anytime touchdown for Lamar Jackson because I think he's going to get it done on the ground and sticking with that. Give me the over on the 66 and a half yards rushing for Lamar Jackson. I feel like this is going to be his game, his time to shine, and it's going to be his moment for two weeks talking about how all that playoff stuff is off his back. Mm-hmm. He carried or helped carry the Ravens into a Super Bowl. It's plus 266. Do we allow it? Yeah, why not? I yeah, knew it was going to be weak. I didn't realize it was that weak. Yeah, it's pretty weak. Okay. Um, I'm going to go uh, the NFC Championship game. I got a three-leg parlay here. 
I'm going to go with the 49ers minus four and a half for the first half. I think they're going to come out pissed off for last week's performance. I think they're, they know they're better than that. I think they're going to come out and try and make a statement. I, I could see uh, early on them getting out to an early lead. And if you like, I, I, and if you like the, the Lions, I could see them coming back into the game late. But I think the Niners are going to be annoyed with how they played against Green Bay, and they're going to look to come out and make a statement. So I got the Niners minus four and a half in the first half. I got Christian McCaffrey to score two touchdowns which is plus 140. I think he scores two touchdowns like he did last week. I think he is the around the goal line. He's the guy. So I'm going to go with two touchdowns from McCaffrey, and then I'm just going to take the over at 51 and a half, and that is at plus 467. It is absurd that McCaffrey to score two touchdowns it's is only- plus 140, <laughs> yeah. and the best Lions touchdown prop on the board is St. Brown, plus 140. Yep. Gives it 145. And you have Ayuk and Kittle in the minus 110-105 range, but... McCaffrey to score two mm-hmm. gets you as good odds or better than any line to it's score ridiculous. once. It really is. I mean, ridiculous. he's that, but and right. the, it's not like the lines are a defensive team. That's a yeah. high-scoring offense yeah. with dynamic players. And yeah, McCaffrey still to score twice. Yep. And that's where I'm going. I think he's going to score twice. So I got the uh, first half over. Um, excuse me, the first half uh, four and a half for the uh, Niners. The over at, what was it? I just wrote it down incorrectly. 51 and a half. 51 and a half, and then McCaffrey to score two. That's my take a chance. What was yours again? Plus what? 409. So okay, so mine's is even better. Mine is weak. Don't look at me like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Weak. It's weak. It's weak. You're not, you're not really taking you much of a chance. You didn't even get to plus 300. Not even three to one. I didn't even know that, but I, I, I took three things that I thought would happen. I didn't I didn't look at the numbers. I didn't try to figure it out. I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Throw in the total. Get a, you know, or even an alternate total. Have some fun. What's the over-under in that? 44 and a half? <laughs> yeah. Give me the over. Does that do go. anything better? There you go. Does that make it a little easier for you? And everybody you, happy now? I punch it, but it, it has to. Yeah. I get judged every, everything I say now? Is that, is that what we're doing? Well, I mean, I feel better about it now. A little bit better. You took yeah. the easy way out. It's take a chance. You got to take a chance. Grow no point of it. I, I don't want to. Grow beer I, and go I, get I'm a salad. Trying. I mean, what do, you, what do you want from me? I wish I could go get a salad. That I is plus four ninety seven. <laughs> Adding the oh, over gets go. him better than any of us. There you go. See? See, now you're on top of the mountain. Good for you. Great. I'm happy for you. Great. Great. I'm just saying. We'll figure out how to work to take a chance in on the bye week. We'll do it all. I love that song. Yes, I know you do. I love that song. You're nuts. I don't know how you don't like it. It's tremendous. Mm. 415. McMonigle here with you. 877-337-6666. So there you go. Those are our picks. All of us on the same line of thinking. Sometimes, you know, when you're in a room too much with people, you start just thinking like them. And suddenly, you know, we're all on the Niners and we're all on the Ravens, the two favorites. And, of course, if you want to talk about the the nonsense that is the the controversy or, you know, the the conspiracy theory of the logo being red and purple, it's supposed to be a Niners uh, Baltimore Super Bowl. So we'll see if that comes and pans out and people will tell you how the NFL is scripted again. It's so stupid. It is amazing that it's happened. It would be three years in a row. That is kind of bizarre. It is, but I mean, I don't know. This, the idea that this would be scripted, like, you can't get two or three people to keep a circuit. You think the entire NFL is yeah. all in on it? That Patrick Mahomes is going to go, you know what? Uh, no problem with the script. Right. AFC title game is as far as I go this year. Yeah. No, don't worry about me. I'll keep the secret, Roger. Don't worry. You don't have enough lug heads that Think we about some that of the athletic plays Josh Allen made last week, or yeah. all players across the league. Yeah, you people think you could script that? No. Well, did you see that? I mean, look, go back and watch that kick. 
Tell me the wind can push a ball that far. That's some sort of magnetic field they put around that goalpost. That thing was going right down the middle, and then whoop! And then Patrick Mahomes would come down the field and score it anyway. <laughs> I still go back. I mean, again, the, the, how many lugheads do you have in the NFL that honestly would be able to keep that secret? Yeah. That people really believe that? Truly believe oh, that? People definitely Kayvon believe Thibodeau that. doesn't even know how the business of the game works, and yeah. most of these players don't oh, understand the contracts. You got guys that, that, that can't figure out the, the playbook. The Jets can't understand that tweeting every thought they have isn't a good idea. Yeah. Come on. Come That's on. a good point. If anyone was going to tweet it out, It'd be the Jets, that's for sure. Right, Sauce would just go online and be like, ah, you yeah. know, we thought we were going to win today, but the league before <laughs> told us, actually, it's not in the script today. I mean, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be uh, screaming this thing from the top of the mountain? Right, the guy thinks everything in the world is it's a, a conspiracy. conspiracy. Yeah. This one that he actually well, would know about and be well, in actually, on? Actually, that might make the perfect sense why he, he is the one in on it. He has brought up, He was the. that's where I got this from. The first time I heard it was on Pat McAfee with Rodgers. He talked the about logo? the logo. Yeah. That was going on last year. Well, I, the first time I heard it was la- was like a few weeks ago when he said we got to try and get some green in the next year's Super Bowl logo. In the mind of somebody like Aaron Rodgers, he might look at that as like, well, it doesn't make sense that I haven't won a Super Bowl in 13 years. Right, what that, could it possibly must, be it the reason? Be, yeah, it must be this. Yeah, yeah, but he'd be the only guy not in on it then. Come on, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm saying to someone like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. it is could it make possi- sense. Is it possible to do it without the players being in on it? No, not just how could the players? Referees. Who decide the game? Yeah, I don't know. Not being on it. Just saying. Referees, some sort of you know magnetic thing or controllable thing inside the football. So they're playing that terrible football game that we yeah. played as kids yeah. that nobody could figure out how right. to do. That one now the NFL's doing that yeah. in real time. Nobody's right. ever met an NFL official. You could tell me all those guys are robots. I'm, we wonder why the NFL doesn't use uh, money on technology for you know chips in the balls and stuff at the pot to detect where it is. Maybe man. Sean Hockley, not real. Shockingly enough, I actually know an NFL official. Bill Vinovich? Does that seem like a real person? (laughs) He'll be doing the Super Bowl. How do you know? I mean, you never leave your house. This is true. You've never had anything lemon-flavored. How do you know anyone? You know. How do you you know anyone? uh, He was a baseball coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, le- you you treated lemon meringue pie like it's a moon rock. No, no. See again. I mean, I, like I, you, I'm, you I'm never getting, heard of such I'm a thing. A bad, it's not that I never heard of it. I said I never I mean, had geez. it. There's a difference. I'm aware that it's it exists. Yeah. I just didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't no. realize that that was part of what my no, my life like, goal was yeah, no, to saying. go have lemon meringue pie no, or mean, any other lemon flavored no, dessert. So I, I don't know if he lemon. told you, Chris, but Marco is not thrilled with the portrayal of how this brought was brought up on the morning show. So oh, no, 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 oh, no, that's no, why no, he no, might hey, be lashing hey, out a little bit right now. You got an issue with the morning show? No, 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 no. Let's not get you know. I came in. Rosie played me. So apparently, Gio was listening to this. He's a big fan of yours, apparently. So he listens on the drive. Gio, Gio. yeah, Gio's a big fan of mine. Again, fine. I don't care. It's all in jest. But Rosie was the one. Oh, you got to, you got to hear this. Okay, so he played it in a few minutes. I don't mind. I'll be the first one to admit I'm a total loser. I don't have much of a life. Readily admit. Okay. But it was portrayed that I'm a moron. Now I got a little pushback. (laughs) I'm aware. That there are lemon desserts. Okay. I'm aware that that is an ingredient that could be used. I just, I had never really had one. I'd had lemon pound cake, lemon ice. I didn't realize that these were things that I had to check off on my bucket list. Well, that I had to go get list. lemon I mean, meringue pie, which I did right. for you well, from I mean, the yeah, diner but last I mean, week. You, you, when I asked you about lemon dessert, you asked me like if I was asking about the the dimensions of Bigfoot or if you no, I said I never had it. it. Just like, I, I never really thought about yeah. it. I never really realized that, again, that was something that I had to do. Now I came up with a, I hadn't been out to dinner in 20 years. Yeah, that's, that's not true. I hadn't been to a steakhouse yeah. in 20. There's a difference. Yeah. I haven't been to a steakhouse maybe four or five times. That's kind of, 
in depth. There's some money. There's a lot of people. That's not something I'm necessarily going to do all that often. Plus, my wife doesn't eat steak, really. She doesn't okay. eat a lot of red meat. Okay. So if we're going to go out to eat, it's probably going to be a sushi thing because it's rare that we get a chance to sit down, the two of us. Okay. So, that, that you know. There's just, just some yeah, things that were just the, the, the little details were just a little off. So it's not that you Loser, haven't been out in yes. 25 years. It's just you haven't been out to a steakhouse with with like buddies. Yeah, it was years. probably like bachelor parties. Like, and again, I'm kind of old. Everybody got married like 20 years ago. Right. So the bachelor parties were like 20 years ago. We probably went three or four times yeah. with that. Haven't been really again. Loser, yes. Yeah. Moron, I'm gonna push back a little bit. Okay. I'm not the brightest, but I'm not a moron. Do you think you were portrayed as a moron? Yeah, and the little bit that I heard the okay. one time, yes, I was portrayed okay. as yeah as a moron. And, I think and, more of like a rube than a moron. Yeah, see, I don't know if I'm a rube. I, ah, that's ah. a that's a bit much. A I sheltered mean, adult. Yeah, sheltered know. a bit. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't I don't get a chance to go out much. Stays I, inside his own bubble. I readily now granted. Yeah. I also don't like people. I admit that too. So part of it. You don't like being in crowds. You don't like. Oh, being I in, don't like crowds. You no. don't like crowds. No. So I, I'm more of a homebody anyway. If we're gonna eat. If they get a chance to like hang out with the friends or like four or five of us or whatever, I'd prefer hang out at the house, get some food, get a pizza or whatever, play some cards. I'd rather be in the house. Right. I'm loud. I'd rather so. be with us. I don't want to be out. I'd prefer to I don't get a chance to talk to my friends much. I don't want to fight over whoever else is in the room. I'd rather just hang with us. Right. So, so uh, yeah, I, I'm more of a homebody in that regard. Would you have do, do you have any idea what kind of steak to order if you went to a steakhouse? Like what would be your yeah. steak to order? Uh I'm probably more of a fillet guy. I do like the ribeye. But right, I'd, probably, so yeah, okay. I'd probably stick with the filet. There you go. You don't I mean, get a chance to get out much. I disagree with you, but, well, that's, that's, I mean, but it's a reasonable answer. I like the ribeye. Okay. I've gotten it a few times. Yeah, I, it's rare go. that I get a chance to go out. I would probably avoid having it. The ribeye, you, you got to work at it a little bit. I, I would well, probably. You need, you need some marbling. Yeah, you I would. Need, well, you, see, I, don't, I say you need the fat. I don't love the fat. You I like the, the steak itself, but I don't need the fat. So I'm good yeah. with just the filet. Now it's it's again it's not the greatest. Mm -hmm. The ribeye can be more flavorful at yeah. points, but you got to fight it a little bit. So if it's a rare for me to go out, I might go the easy road. You're not looking and, to fight your feet. Your yeah, feet. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So All right, I well, like listen. Play. I mean, I I don't think you came off as an idiot. I think you just came off as like you know, yeah. They were they were fairly simple questions that you you struggled even coming up with some sort of an answer. Like, I, I, I felt like, well, I one, remember this. I mean, yeah, being sheltered a little bit, you don't go out fine. I guess maybe it was portrayed well, as, again, you, you got to remember my schedule. Period. Yes, no, and you all got to remember little kids, too. Of course, like, I it's understand. hard. Well, I mean, it's hard. You know, we I, all, we, I, you know, a lot of us have families. It doesn't stop us from ever leaving the house. Correct. And I also have an issue with working overnights and weekends for the That's last true. 12 years, yeah. I've missed out on a lot of, I mean, every weekend, every overnight for 12 years, you Fair. missed out on a lot of stuff, Fair. including holidays and whatnot, so I've missed those things. Mm -hmm. And it's rare when, when I was part-time, you want to hang out on a Tuesday night? Because I'm off. Yeah. You want to come hang? Like, yeah. I got one friend that was pretty good about, like, you know, want to get a cup of coffee at 9 o'clock after the kids go to bed? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not, it's not easy to get guys together. Like, who I the hell wants you. to go out on a Tuesday? That's you. when I was home. So, it was kind of hard. Now... The only night I'm off on the weekends is Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Saturday becomes a bit of a mess. Sunday night, nobody wants to hang. So it's okay. and it's only been a year and a half, and I got an eight-month-old. The timing is, you know, I give understand. me a little bit of time. Don't lay me off. Give me some it. time to sit here, right. and I'll, you well, know, I'll, tell you what, I'll I, get to know people again. At some point this summer or whenever, we'll go. We got to go to a steakhouse. Oh, now All I'm right. going with you. Yeah, we'll go. I thought I wanted to go with friends. Oh. Very nice. I like it. I'm sorry. Okay, listen. It's not my fault you came off like an idiot. Don't blame me. <laughs> I mean, you, you made your own bed. 
Don't, don't blame me. All I did was ask you if you like lemon desserts. And then, you just tried to take them out for a steak dinner. <laughs> I know. And I, and I, uh, really? The, the steak dinner told me I got an acquaintance. For. Well, I said we'd go out for steak. Uh-huh. He didn't oh. say acquaintance. You're a co-worker. Yeah, a co-worker. Well, I mean, Even worse. Yeah. All right. Well, I've had enough of you then. You're banished. You're banished till tomorrow. Until Monday. Go enjoy well, yourself. Well, I'll be here tomorrow by myself, but I'll be here tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Well, you're banished from my show. Mm. I don't care what you do otherwise. This is true. I don't this care who true. operates this room when I'm not in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Grow All a beard. All right. See you later. Get us out. I, got a, I do got to grow a beard. I, wanna, I told you, they come with beard kits, and it's like a little roll thing with, with like little spikes on it. There are no kits that can they, make you man enough to grow a beard, okay? <laughs> there are no kits. Oh, please. That doesn't come in a kit. It does come in it a kit. It doesn't come in a kit. It does. Okay? Well, well, I'm sorry. It looks like, what, would you start growing a beard at like 12? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, really. kind of. Yeah. I'm, I was I'm that weird that at 12. I'm the same height that I was 12, at 12 years old. Really? Yeah, just under six feet. I was that I weird have, kid yeah. at 12 years old, the All-Stars with the baseball, yeah. that they were yelling, where's your driver's license? And I had to bring my birth certificate yeah. everywhere we went yeah, to travel because yeah, yeah. I was like 5'11", 210. Yeah. I have a buddy who's not very tall. He's like, not very tall, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, maybe. But he was 5'9", five, 5'10", five, at like nine years old. Yeah. He was always the center of all our basketball teams. Yeah. And then he just stopped growing. Exactly. And now he's like three inches shorter than me. But like for our, t- our entire childhood, he was like the big guy. It Weird. looked like I was going to be a monster, yeah. which made no sense because my family's small. Yeah. But five, just under, I'm a shade under six feet, so right yeah. around it. Twelve years old, same height. Yeah, I was weird. like two ten. Yeah. So I looked like a, a giant monster compared yeah. to everybody else, right. and that was it. Right. Everybody Marco else probably got bigger and dominated right. sports for and, like two well, to three oh, years. Yeah. It just hasn't been the same right. since. No. Yeah. Well, now no, we, then everybody got better, and I yeah. just you know got fatter. And now we know what. No one invited <laughs> him anywhere because they were afraid of him. That's why. That's why I was a gentle giant. Well, okay. I was more like Santa Claus in that regard. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. I, had, I have anger issues. You're just like Santa. He comes out once a year. Hmm. You have a lot in common with him. <laughs> he, stays in his, he stays in his workshop, and he comes out once a year, <laughs> and he just passes over. You never see him. Like, you're a lot like Santa. Well, I don't give gifts. Well, I, I, apparently. No. I'm not a gift giver. Okay. I'm just saying. Get out more. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> Great. Figure it out. I'll do that. Figure I'll, it out. I'll get right on that. Is you, you, step one, lemon meringue pie. Step two, get out with the get out with the guys. Pay some. Send them this audio and say, guys, I'm getting killed. We got to get together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. that's the issue. Getting the guys together. It's not the. It's not the. Uh... Getting killed part? No, it's the it's the it's the children. It's hard to get. Oh, the, it's the children again. It's the Saturday it's night the that I'm not home all week long, mm-hmm. and to walk away from my children, and more importantly to my wife, who looks at me and goes, "You're going where with the three year old that's screaming and the eight month old that's crying? You're yeah. going where now?" Yeah. And I'm smart I enough understand. to realize okay. that's got to be something that's yeah, got to be see, played. But when you're not very very I, rarely, I yeah, did it but, in December. I can't. You I did can't it play in it December. Yet. I can't play it yet. I th- yeah, you see, you got to learn that the, the it's more important to play it every, every once in a while. You got to play it. You got to play it to live. Uh, you got to uh, play it, and then let her play I'm, it. I'm, I and then you guys play it together. Ha- I would be more than happy to let her go. I've never stopped her. I from know. Going. I, I, never me. stopped her. I, I, but so, she doesn't like to do I, that. There's with nothing the better than the, when the wife has to go out. Go right ahead, because you know you got one in the bank now. I'm more than happy with that. That's the best. She's not into that, so it's like pulling teeth to get her to go anywhere. Well, then you're gonna pull teeth then. Mm. 427 McMonagle here with you we got you for another half hour till 5 o'clock in the warm up show you can call Marco many things but don't call him stupid okay let's let's just be fair he's not he's not an idiot by any means I mean lack of culture lack of I don't know any sort of 
half an idiot maybe, but not like him. a fool. Like I'm not a moron. Like, I'm not the brightest, but I'm not a moron. No, There's definitely not. You come off as very intelligent. I, I would not say anything else. Just, well, it's not yeah. oversell. Well, I mean, you know, just lack of experience for someone who, you know, wears it on his face like he's very experienced. That's all. You got that very experienced look. You look worn, and yet it's almost like nothing came worn. from it. It's tired. Yeah, I'm worn. Okay, that's one thing I am. I'm worn. All right. You look weathered, but yet no. I don't. Been I, rough forty five years. <laughs> rough. Rough. Uh, you do have a nice beard, though. I'm jealous. Four twenty eight. McMonagle here with you. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls on the games. I see. We'll get more into them as we get closer to five o'clock and as we approach football Sunday, championship Sunday. Niners, Lions, Kansas City, Baltimore. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right, 4.33. McMonagle here with you for another half hour. As we'll take you to the warm-up show. 877-337-6666. All right, we've kind of fully turned of our turned our attention to the uh, championship Sunday. We talked a lot about the Knicks and their blowout. Their absolute ass-kicking of the Denver Nuggets. 122-84 to in a game that was over after the first quarter in a remarkable performance where they recognized at the end of a road trip for the Nuggets if they went out there and played hard and played good defense and made it tough for the Nuggets that you could see the Nuggets kind of fold, and that's kind of what happened, but still a tremendous performance. The other story is the Atlanta Falcons pass on Bill Belichick after initially being hot and heavy on him, decides to go with Raheem Morris instead, and now Bill Belichick is still out there with two jobs available, Seattle and Washington, still available for the coach, as well as for the other great head coach in my in my opinion, in Vrabel, who I think both of them are. I mean, we all know what Bill Belichick is, and I think Vrabel is a top-five coach in the NFL right now. So the idea that those two guys did not get jobs here, I, I guess you know, I guess Vrabel still could be up for one of these two. I don't, I don't think so. It seems like both of them are going to be uh, out for the year and on the market and available next year. And for me as a Giant fan in particular – and I guess as a Jet fan, if you, I just can't see Belichick going to the Jets no matter the circumstance as long as Woody Johnson's still the owner. I don't care. It goes beyond Aaron Rodgers and what he wants. I just don't think Bill Belichick, I mean, his disgust and despise, and how much he hates and his vitriol for this ownership group and this Jet team is well documented. I mean, but I think Vrabel, if Vrabel is available you know, next year. And right now, listen, Vrabel's good enough. And I said this, I'm open to this. If Vrabel would be willing to come here and right now and be willing to keep Hackett and, and Rodgers would be okay with it, if you had that discussion with Rodgers, I'd be open to it. That's how much I think of Vrabel. But, I mean, if everything falls apart to, for the Jets to be able to have Vrabel out there next year after giving this Rodgers, uh, you know, Sala, Hackett, Douglas group one more chance to see what it actually is like with Rodgers playing the position of quarterback for the team. If you, uh, at the end of that, if this is still a failure next year, the idea that Bill Belichick for the Giants and Vrabel for, I guess, the Giants and Jets would be out there next year, two of the best head coaches in the NFL, I'm shocked. But for our two teams that made the decision to stick with their current guys, despite having miserable seasons, 
I mean, that's about as good as you could ask for to have those two guys available. You know they're going to have their pick of jobs next year, you would think. But I'm shocked the I'm shocked the the Atlanta Falcons did not do it. I am shocked that the uh, the CEO and the GM there had won the power struggle, and that that blank, despite being desperate for a Super Bowl, chose not to bring in the greatest head coach in the history of the NFL, and decided to let a group that, to be fair, has put together a pretty damn good roster, other than the quarterback, keep their jobs, and hire Raheem Morris, who's been you know a head an NFL head coach. I think he was probably cut short an opportunity to really see if he could be successful with it in Tampa, and he's got a long resume, and we've already seen many players come out to his defense and talk about what a great head coach he will be and what a great coach he is, and he's done a tremendous job everywhere he's went, but still, he's not Bill Belichick, and the idea that you had Bill Belichick desiring you and really no one else, that's a hard thing to walk away from, and I'm shocked the the Atlanta Falcons did, but... Now they're available next year. And, I, I mean, I guess they're available right now. And I guess the, the the thought would be, would Bill Belichick be willing now with the tail between his legs and maybe feeling a little embarrassed that the Falcons turned him down? Would he be willing to take less power to come to a different organization? And I guess the other thing still in the atmosphere is that you could possibly see there's been some rumors about the idea of, uh, of Andy Reid calling it quits at the end of the season. And if that job opens up, and you could see Bill Belichick step in and take over for Kansas City and go from Brady to to Mahomes. I mean, that would be quite the story. So there is still a coaching carousel a bit. Two jobs left to, to fill in Seattle and Washington, but two tremendous coaches looking like they're going to be available next year for our two miserable teams who very well may, may be looking for head coaches at the end of the year. And that's why, for me, the, the giant angle is this coaching staff and and Shane and Dable, this team that have come from Buffalo, who got their got their job because of drafting and developing Josh Allen, with the idea that their seat is hot enough off a six-win season, with Bill Belichick waiting in the wings, you do what you have to do. And if you want job security, you draft a young quarterback, and you develop him, and you show this ownership group that you are trending in the right direction with a superstar young quarterback who could take over the league. That's what you're looking for. And that's what I'm looking for as a Giant fan. But we start with Championship Sunday. Everything else will take a backseat to that, at least for the next half hour. 877-337-6666. We got Matt and Waterbury. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, I hit my buzz, uh, my, my snooze button twice on my alarm. <laughs> I'm ready just, to go to just work. Just to wake up? Uh, hey, let's go. I Listen, I hit my snooze. I, no, I, you, you know how it is. You said, dude. Yeah. I, I got up for a quick second. Yeah. I got a drink of water. I was like, dude, that's right. it. I got to call in. There you go. Well, I, I set like at least three or four alarms. So like I'll set Not one. I'll set I'll one at eleven nah, p.m. I'll set one at eleven o five p.m. I'll set one at eleven o seven p.m. Just to make sure. You know, you, we all play that. Oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. But I got the old school. Mine's like uh, I think a two thousand five alarm clock. I won't give up on it. The Sony. I love it. Um, listen, man. I saw something and a buddy of mine. They put it on Facebook. Yeah. And it's it, you know. Now, who's going to do the halftime? Is it Reba McIntyre and a couple other people, right? No. Reba McIntyre, I believe, is singing the national anthem. Uh, okay, Us- Usher, Usher is the halftime performer. Okay. So they had the thing, and it said, um, and, and his quote was, quote, unquote, I told you it was effing rid. And it said the Ravens against the Niners. And so who I had that quote? I'm sorry. Yesterday. Who, had that, who I, had that quote? I apologize. I didn't hear. It was a, Usher had no, that quote? No, it was a friend of mine. He put oh, it up okay, there. Yeah, yeah, okay, and, okay. And I was supposed to take a, I was going to take a thing of it. And I told my buddy yesterday at work, I'm like, dude, that's who I'm taking. So I got the Ravens. I'm in the pool. It worked. So I got there the Ravens. Go. 
I got the Niners. I if got you the, believe the, in such things, that is the logo, and it has been a trend for the last two seasons. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I'm not really a betting man, but for that, that's kind of, hey, you know what? Why not? Why and not? And number two, well, seriously, so I got, you know, I the Ravens you. always with the defense, so I'm going with the, uh, yeah. the under. I think they're the better uh, football team. I, I think over. they're the better football team. I think you've got the best quarterback in the world and arguably, you know, the best quarterback to ever play. And But that was last week when I saw that. Right. Like, they, they, somebody messed up. It was on his TV, and it's, it's crazy. I wish what do you mean someone it. messed up? Well, it was on his TV. Like, he took a picture on his TV. It said, you know, um, so it, in Vegas, it, it said, boom, 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 Reba McIntyre, and like you said, Usher, and underneath, and it said it will be the Niners and the Ravens in Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> so on, what? Oh, you're, you're saying on the TV. They, somebody messed up somewhere. They put a graphic. Like knew something. Oh, did said, they? I, I told you it was effing rigged. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't see I that. If Fliegelman's telling me he heard about it, I got to look that up. I did not see a graphic. Yeah, yeah I, if you can, dude, I would just yeah. get it, and I'll look. And, and so I asked my buddy at work, because you don't believe me. I'm telling you, I said I saw it, and I didn't take a picture of it. But that's how I'm going with that. So okay. I'm going under for them because of defense and over on, on the other. And now the other thing is, you guys are a good team, man. You're early in the morning. You know, us, we, us losers that actually got to get up and go to work. I know. You know, I work at a graveyard all day, so. You know, it's a rough day. and um, yeah, So you're, you're heading in now to the graveyard? No, I'm just heading to the shower, and then I'll be over there uh, crack of dawn and early morning, you know. and right. um, Well, because, typically, I mean, when they say the graveyard shift, I, I think they mean this shift. So you're it's a little... literally the graveyard graveyard shift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm in Connecticut. Well, I, you know, you. Uh, so, I, I don't know what makes you think that you're more truth-worthy being it's, from it's Connecticut. Catholic, though. But we do the right thing. Everything's all right. And um, but I love you guys and uh, you know the fan. Well, it's uh, it's you know Evan. Evan got to chill out a little bit. No more tuna fish sandwiches from Subway. Yeah, that's disgusting. Know? I agree with you, Matt. And hopefully, I don't see you for a long, long time, Matt. Hopefully, I don't see you for a long time. But um, yeah, I don't know what makes you think you're more honest. I, oh, I'm not kidding you. I'm from Connecticut. No, well, people from Connecticut don't lie. And Evan does one need to shave his beard. I guess he's going to play. Uh, pickleball to see if he can get his beard shaved. He, Yeah, it's not a great look for Evan. But he should not be getting tuna fish sandwiches from Subway. I don't mean to knock Subway, but I would not get tuna fish from Subway. Not when you live in New York. It's the same thing as getting pizza from Domino's. Not to knock Domino's or Pizza Hut. I know people, you know, or Papa John's, it has its place, and it's probably not as bad as it used to be. They've had to uh, step up their game. But when you live in New York, you don't get, unless you're in a, unless it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you have no options, Bob in the Bronx. What's up, Bob? Morning, Mac, and the fully engaged panel. Love it. This yeah, morning. so we're all we're all excited about the games, and we nothing better than making fun of Marco. Well, I tell you what, with Evan, if they ever bring back horror movies, I mean, he'd be getting twenty million a movie. Uh, but the thing <laughs> is, with the uh, with the NFL playoffs, then I'll get to the coaches. Uh, Big Mac could do. Um, Shanahan, I got a problem with him with the defense. He has uh, probably one of the best players on the planet in Nicky Boza. I, on that side of the line, the left side of the line, they got to do a little more to help him out to enhance him because you could neutralize him. I know watch the game. A lot of times they'll run away from him. If the quarterback rolls, even no matter why, they'll roll to, uh, away from Boza's side. you got to be a little more imaginative. Yeah, I, I don't disagree, Bob. you got to figure out a way to get uh, Boza um... – 
impacting the quarterback. And I think that's what you want to do with Goff. Goff is one of those quarterbacks where if you can get pressure on him, if you can hit him, he doesn't play as well. He doesn't play as well outside in the elements. Again, I think the weather is supposed to be almost, you know, you know, perfect for as good as it gets in San Francisco this time of year. So I don't know if the elements are necessarily going to be an issue, but just he plays on turf inside. He plays better at home. He plays better inside, and we'll see if that's an impact. But, yeah, you have to get after him. And I think the, the, the Niners don't blitz as much. They do try and get home with just the front four. Uh, and you got to figure out a way to run some stunts with Bosa, I guess. You know, but you want to get pressure, whether it's Bosa, however you d- dial it up. If you blitz a little bit more than than usual, I want to see. And that's what was disappointing about the game plan from the Buccaneers. Like you didn't see a lot of pressure. I mean, it was just puzzling to me we, how much they pressured Philadelphia, and then they get in that game against the Lions and Goff, and you know the one thing that really gets to them is some pressure, and you know. Bowles has been a, you know, calling blitz relentlessly all year. And I don't know if he wanted to surprise them by suddenly getting away from what he does, but they didn't pressure Goff at all. And you saw what happened. So I think the 49ers got to get some pressure on Goff to slow down this offense that has, you know, hit a stride here. But I think they're going to have, I think they're going to struggle stopping the offense. I think both offenses are going to do very well. I like the Niners minus, minus seven, but I think, I think you can see a high scoring game. I do not see. I do not see a 35-10 type of game. I see a I see a 40-31 type game. I could see a big time high scoring game. I think both offenses, I expect the 49ers offense to bounce back off a bad week, and I think right now the Lions are playing really well. I think their their run game has two different elements to it. You got the Montgomery banger run game, you get inside the red zone or you're looking for short yardage or just to wear down a defense. And then you got the explosive play from Gibbs. You got the pass game. Laporta's a dynamic player. You've got uh, Amon St. Ra. You got a bunch of different guys who can make plays on this team. And if you don't get pressure on Goff, he can pick you apart. So I think I think you're looking at a high-scoring game where both offenses are going to have their way. And I think the 49ers will just be a little bit better. And I do think that you could see Campbell ha- take some aggressive plays. And that'll be the difference in the game. Do they get the fourth and three that they go for in the middle of the field? Do they, you know, make that big play when they go for it on fourth down? Does that fake punt work? Like, I think he's going to pull out all the stops to try and win this game because he knows he's on the road. He knows he's playing a better team, and he's going to probably have to pull that kind of stuff off if he wants to win. So we'll see. It could be. That's why I actually like the Lions better money line. I don't think I'm going to take the Lions at all minus seven. I think I'm, I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to take the, the Lions money line. 877-337-6666. One last quick break. We'll come back and take your phone calls till 5 o'clock right here on The Fan. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. So, you know, earlier I teased real quick. I want to get to it because I teased it. Um, a bit of Yankee news, and it is Yankee Hot Stove, and I know Gio's listening. Uh, on Yankee Hot Stove, let me just briefly touch on the Yankees because there's a bit of news out there that's making a story uh, that – I just find absolutely that there, I believe there is absolutely no truth to it. Matt Chapman, third baseman, formerly of the Blue Jays, I guess, maybe continually of the Blue Jays. Who knows what happens? But he's a free agent right now. And he had a great first half of the year, and then he kind of fell apart in the second half of the year. But he's a 
a world-class defensive third baseman. He's a decent right-handed hitter. He's a good player. That's a good. He's a good, solid third baseman. But right now, nobody has a market. This offseason has been an absolute disaster. It's the most boring, slow, nothing happening. We've forgotten about it. Like, we don't even care. Like, it's ridiculous how bad this offseason has been. After, after the Yamamoto move, like, nothing has happened. And in, in this town, really nothing happened but the Soto trade. That was about it. And I guess, you know, some controversy over Stroman, but nothing. But I guess there's a report out there that the Yankees are one of the few teams in on Matt Chapman. And I promise you, I don't buy that for half a second. That is Boris, who, of course, he's a free agent, so Boris is his agent. He is trying to drum up some sort of enthusiasm for a client that has none and drum up some kind of market for a player that doesn't have one. None of them have. Like, right now, nobody's talking. Snell has gotten one contract offer. I haven't heard anything about Chapman. I haven't heard anything about anybody. Montgomery, nothing. I mean, and it's, you know, just there is no market for any of these guys. Bellinger, haven't heard a damn thing about Bellinger. They are not in the market. They are not spending money on anyone big. They are not giving a $100 million contract or an $80 million, whatever it's going to get you. For Chapman, unless he falls in their hands, right now they are not doing that for a right-handed hitter who hasn't really, who played a bad, who had a bad second half last year. There is no shot in hell the Yankees are interested in Chapman or are in serious discussions. Have they checked in? I mean, what else to do right now? I'm sure Chap, uh, I'm sure Cashman's so bored he's just calling Boris to just say what's up, just because he has nothing else to do. I'm sure Boris is just calling out to him, trying to figure out what's going on. So um, have they discussed Chapman? I'm sure they have. And I'm sure Cashman said, hey, listen, if you want to give them to me, I'll take them. But I'm not giving you a dollar. There is no way in hell the Yankees are paying Matt Chapman. Right now, with their luxury with their luxury tax situation, any contract they give out is probably is, is double the money. They are not paying double for Matt Chapman. It doesn't make any sense. They have DJ LeMahieu. They're, they're talking about him being the leadoff hitter. You heard Judge at, at whatever awards dinner or whatever was going on uh, at his at his uh, uh, charity or event talking about how much he likes the idea of hitting third behind DJ and Soto. DJ LeMay is the third baseman. Unless they trade Gleyber Torres, but if they trade Gleyber Torres, part of, part of that is to get rid of his money. They're not going to bring in Matt Chapman. Like They're just not going to do it. So I, I a lot of Yankee fans are upset about it. Oh, perfect. An over-the-hill right-handed hitter who's going to make $100 million. Perfect. The next uh, the next terrible signing by Brian Cashman. The next uh, JD. Not going to happen. I promise you. 877-337-6666. John and Freehold. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, Chris. want to follow up on our conversation we had yesterday about the Knicks acquiring Malcolm Brogdon and... Uh, Murray from Atlanta. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know what the asking price is, Chris. It came out today that the asking price for Murray is two first-round draft picks in Quentin Grimes, and the asking price for Brogdon is a single first-round draft pick. And Leon Rose and Rojas seem to feel that's too much. That's too high of an asking price. Are, are they crazy, Chris? These guys are, are tremendous players. They would sit like a glove to this team. They have nine first-round draft picks. They have the expiring contract of Fournier. 
and they have a boatload of second-round picks as well in their treasure chest. And you're going to tell me that they're going to be reluctant and they're not going to make a major move for Murray and Brogdon? I mean, those guys are difference makers. You need somebody that's going to handle Maxley and it's going to handle Jalen Brown in Boston, and now he's going to have to deal with Rozier in Miami. Yeah. And Miami's that, and uh, Murray's that guy. He's a, he's, a, he's a clutch guy late in games hitting big shots. He's a tremendous defender. He's a proven all-star. He can score both inside and outside. He would be a huge asset right alongside of Brunson. They'd have one of the best backcourts in the entire NBA. And Brogdon would be a perfect fit coming off the bench for offense as well as defense. What are they thinking about, Chris? Well, I mean, again, I don't know if that's absolutely. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know if we know that's exactly what the the package is right now. We, we'd have to. Well, that's what the update. That's what the updated report of tonight was. And if that's the package, I, how can Rose and Rojas say that's yeah. too high? Well, I Come mean, on, man. Come yeah, on. I mean, listen. I'm listen. You might be. If that's the two first round picks for him, I I definitely consider it. And Grimes, I would I would absolutely consider it. I agree with you. If that's the package, I have a feeling it's more than that. And I don't think that's been offered to the Knicks. That might be a starting point for the Knicks, but then other teams would be honored for two first-round picks. I mean, I, I I agree that it fits the team. I don't know if that's what the asking price is. and But they, I, I think they are going to acquire someone. And right now, like I said, you might think they're crazy. For the first time in a long time, I trust the Knicks. I trust Leon Rose. I trust Thibodeau to know what this team needs and how to implement it once they get it. So we'll see if they do it. We'll see if they do it. But they got to bring in someone for a little bit of depth. But right now, they are rolling. 11-2 and two over the last 13, including just beating up on the Nuggets, 122-84. All right, that's it for me. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy the games on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Have a great weekend. The warm-up show is next. Fleegs and Jack, thank you guys. Thank you guys for calling. I'll catch you Monday morning in reaction to the games. Radio 101.9 FM. WFNG